You are listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Christ in All podcast. This is Chad Hunsberger, and with me, as most of the time, is Matthew Smith. Great job opening the show, yes, Chad. Yes. You nailed it. Ah, man. That Ooh. was it, man. Yep. Okay, you should so. just take over. You don't even need me here. You got no, that. Yeah. No, no. Well, um, so this is the second of like a kind of a trio right. of episodes. We announced that, or kind of uh, shared that last time that we would kind of go through different viewpoints of uh, understanding millennial picture yeah. in Scripture. So uh, we talked about kind of this pre-millennial right. uh, kind of picture and and this one what we said last time is that neither of us hold to what we shared last right, time right. last time, the, the question was really stirred from this question about the left behind yeah. book series and so and movie series mm-hmm. and so uh, we kind of explained that point of view mm-hmm. we we reminded everybody that this this is a tertiary issue, so yeah. third tier level, so not gospel centric, not even the thing that would separate us denominationally, but then even within the church, we can be in disagreement and still be in harmony, and everything is fine. And so, this is actually one of those points where we yeah. neither of us agree with that that mm-hmm. one we just presented last week, but now. Yeah, gonna, we also don't agree with one another either. That's correct. To show and you how tertiary it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Not, not a not problem. A big deal. Not even not just on the same church. We're on the same church staff. Mm-hmm. We serve together and have done so for many years. And so, um, so I'm going to read again okay. Revelation 20, 1 through 10, and then maybe give you the opportunity to share kind of not just your point of view, but yeah. the this particular the, viewpoint that I that do you hold do hold to. to. Yep. Okay, so let's hear right, again from Revelation twenty. It says, then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding in his hand the key to the bottomless pit, and a great chain, and he seized the dragon, that ancient serpent who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years, and threw him into the pit and shut it and sealed it over him, so that he might not deceive the nations any longer, until the thousand years were ended. After that, he must be released for a little while. Then I saw thrones, and seated on them were them those to whom the authority to judge was committed. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for the testimony of Jesus and for the word of God, and who had not worshipped the beast or its image, and had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is the one who shares in this first resurrection. Over such, the second death has no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ, and they will reign with him for a thousand years. And when the thousand years are ended, Satan will be released from his prison and will come out to deceive the nations that are at the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them for battle. Their number is like the sand of the sea, and they marched up over the broad plain of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city. But fire came down from heaven and consumed them, and the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur, where the beast and false prophet were, and they and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. So help us see okay. kind of a maybe a, a different way of yeah. considering what what that 
means. Okay, sure. Uh, so, like you <clears throat> mentioned last episode, we talked about what is called uh, dispensational premillennialism. So, premillennialism that Christ's return will occur before this one thousand year reign. So, premillennial. Um, my uh, viewpoint, the one that I'm going to explain today, is actually another form of premillennialism. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's still premillennial, but it is not dispensational. That right. big word, right? It's um, it's uh, called classical or historical premillennialism. Mm-hmm. And so if, uh, just to kind of put it into some different terms, uh, the one from last episode was is premillennial, but also pre-tribulation. Right. So that um, this period of intense suffering that's taking place on the earth, Christ, uh, his re- return, so to speak, is going to come before that as well. Really, not necessarily his final return, but it's that idea of the rapture, right? right. Before the tribulation happens, Christ calls up the Christians who are on, who are alive on the earth at that mm-hmm. time, and uh, then there's the tribulation that takes place, and right. then his return comes later. My belief, this uh, classical historical premillennialism, is actually what's uh, called pre-millennial post-tribulation, right. that um, he that Christians are present on the earth during this time of tribulation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, this is typically the one that's least popular among right. people, right? right. Because uh, Is that pe- the reason you picked it? <laughs> Maybe so, yeah. <laughs> actually, so, uh, actually, one of the... And I kind of made reference to this last episode that I th- it's important for us to know if we want to choose one, mm-hmm. why are we making yeah. the choice that we're making? Yep. And, and I do think that there are a lot of people who choose dispensationalism they don't want to be because they don't the, want to be yeah. here for the tribulation sure. right it's like oh yeah i don't want to suffer like that like mm-hmm. it's described in revelation so sure. i'm going to believe that jesus is that is going to save me out of that and yeah. rapture me up before i get there and so uh so really and again if and, and i guess that's fine i don't know wouldn't necessarily like criticize somebody yeah, for that sure, but sure. if you want to actually like really um hold a belief and and really kind of um put a lot of stock into that. Yeah. I mean, I want to kind of weigh what's the real reasoning behind sure. it. Um, I would remind that person that while Christians are going to be spared from God's wrath, mm-hmm. that does n- that never means that we are spared from suffering on right. the earth, right? That's right. Um, God uses suffering for lots of purposes and allows his people to experience great yeah. suffering yeah. Um, in many different ways. So, um, so, um, Really, what uh, just to kind of get into that, the, one of the main reasons, or a couple of main reasons, why I hold to this one actually has less to do with what we read in Revelation 20 and what I look, have found in other passages of Scripture. Mm-hmm. So, so I want to point our attention to um, Matthew 24 and 1 Thessalonians 4. Okay? okay, so I've got some places marked that I want to read. So I'm going to turn first to uh, Matthew 24, which is a it's a sermon of, of Jesus. He's teaching. Uh, this is what's called the, um, the Olivet Discourse. Like the Sermon on the Mount is probably his mm-hmm. most famous sermon. This is another sermon that he mm-hmm. preaches um, on the Mount of Olives. And in this passage, Matthew 24, he begins talking about the end times. Mm-hmm. He's explaining to his followers what is going to happen in the future. And so this is kind of, this is Jesus' take right, on it. Right. Um, so, um, and so he begins to explain. Uh, so Matthew 24, verse 6, he says, And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place, but the end is not yet. The nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are but the beginning of the birth pangs. Then verse 9, Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all the nations for my name's sake. 
Then we even get into skipping over to verses, verse 29 says, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then will appear the heaven, in heaven the sign of the Son of Man, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn. They will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory, and he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. So what we have here is Jesus talking about suffering in the end times that Christians are going to experience. He mm. says, this is mm-hmm. you will be delivered up to great tribulation. Sure. Um, you will be put to death. You will experience right. these things. And then in getting into that second passage in uh, 29 through 31, uh, really at the end of 31, he says after the tribulation, 29 he says after the tribulations is over. Then he talks about some other things, but then he says, after this, then is the trumpet call, mm. and then the angels will be sent out to gather and collect his elect from the four winds. So I read that, and it seems as if people are here on the earth during the tribulation. It's after the tribulation that that then the trumpet call happens, the the Son of Man returns, mm-hmm. and then his, his people are then gathered up sure. post-tribulation. All right. Um, I also want us to look at... First Thessalonians four, and uh, this is you know the the idea of a rapture isn't really seen in the book of Revelation, mm-hmm. right? Um, but where most of that kind of rapture language comes from, that passage, the Matthew right. twenty four. There's some other verses be, uh, after what I just read that sure. talk refer. We get some rapture language from, but then also First Thessalonians four. And just to be clear, like that word is yeah, not the, in yeah, there exactly. at all. The word rapture is not in not scripture in, at all, yeah. which yeah. is fine. There's other words that aren't either. Yeah, but like, just to be clear, that's like, not yeah. like a biblical word that we're changing its meaning. Mm-hmm. It's just not in there. Yes, yeah, like the word okay. Trinity is not in scripture, right. but we believe the concept, the doctrine yeah, sure. of the Trinity. Sure. Um, same thing. Um, so. Um, that, but the idea of God calling his people up, that's just a term, rapture, mm-hmm. that we have given sure, that, right? Sure. So 1 Thessalonians 4, uh, beginning in, um, actually, I will go, I'll go back to verse 13 and says, But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep. We do not grieve as others do who do not have hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. All right, so verse 16 is where it gets really interesting for today's conversation. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with a voice of an archangel, and with the voice of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. So for me, this passage of Scripture completely does away with the concept of there being a rapture, then tribulation, Mm. then the return of Christ. Because what this passage of Scripture just described, at least according to my Mm -hmm. understanding, what I see here, is that the Christ's return and his people being called up to him are both happening at the same time. Mm Mm-hmm. So for the people, and in fact, it talked about Jesus returning, and then when he returns, then he calls yeah. it up. So the idea of them being called up as in the rapture, and then seven years later, then Jesus returns, doesn't seem to go along with this right. particular text, to me at least. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So um, so I say all that to kind of get back to what you said yeah. earlier about the tertiary stuff, right? right? Um, this, is, this is what I believe. This is what I'm holding to. Yeah. 
this is what I'm holding to right now. Yeah, you know? yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So uh, I have actually, like, so I, I got saved back in like 1996. So it was like almost 30 years of being a believer. And yep. in that time, my viewpoints on this have like flipped back and forth yep. a whole lot. And yep. There's been lots of different things that I've believed and and taught. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so if you are the listener out there today who doesn't necessarily like what you just heard, that doesn't mm, like right. what uh, the idea of being here during the tribulation, then um, you know what? You don't take me as an authority, that's you know, because right. I've changed my mind on this topic a lot of times, yep. and I might as well. In fact, kind of teaser for next week. <laughs> yep. I'm I'm actually a pretty. I'm, that's not the one that I really hold to right now. Yeah. But I'm a big fan of amillennialism yeah. as well. So. So I will say, admittedly, that. Uh, we're about to talk about amillennialism in the next episode, but uh, I have held to all three of these positions at one point. Yeah. So as a kid, as a teenager, I would have leaned towards uh, last week's mm-hmm. pre, pre and pre, right? Both mm-hmm. pre's. Uh, there was a season in college and even right after uh, that I, I would have said I was probably more where you just described. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the last... I don't know, 10 years. So in my uh, 35 years of being a, 34 years of being a believer or whatever, um, I'm I'm similar. Like I've had yeah. three stages. And so in some ways, the order that we're yeah. actually talking yeah. about is also the order I've gone in. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so I would agree. It is tertiary. In fact, uh, like again, teaser, I will talk about specifically, here's what I think I know now. Yeah. Here's what yeah. I believe right now. And I, I remember studying a guy who, who was preaching through Revelation gets to this passage and changed. Yeah. Like, hey guys, I in the middle of the sermon middle series. Of sermon. Yeah. So I mean that happens, right? Yeah. Like, that's okay. And right. it's not bad. So yeah. Okay. Good word. All right. Good word. So uh any other thing I you would like to that's add? It. Yeah, yeah gonna... good. So I'm gonna also close. Oh, I mean, here we I'm go. Not All used right. to Get this. ready, everybody. This is more nerve wracking. Yeah. Um but I am so glad that you listened today. Thanks for tuning in. If you would uh Give us a like or a review or uh, on your podcasting app, and uh, that always helps us kind of get the word out about uh, share it, like it, all of those things. I don't even know, um, <laughs> but I, I appreciate so much you guys listening in, and we'll. The intro was so good. The outro, outro, not outro good. needs some work. Whatever. Yeah. We'll yeah. see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Christ and All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.